The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk with a hip-hop recording artist turned world-renowned SEO. Joining us again is a friend of the program, Mike King, who's the founder and managing director of iPollRank, which is a digital marketing studio that produces great results for their clients through a strategy-first approach to content marketing, analytics, social media, search engine optimization, and a host of other services. And Mike and his team have worked on a number of high-profile SEO projects, including Ralph Lauren, ADT, State Farm, Hawaiian Airlines, Citibank, and he's also the author of the soon-to-be-published book called The Science of SEO. And today, Mike and I are going to talk about why mobile indexation is a problem. All right. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Excited to have Mike back on the show. On with the show, here's my conversation with Mr. Mike King, the founder and managing director of iPoll Rank. Mike, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very excited to be back and excited to talk about what we're going to talk about. Excited to have you back on the show I think this is your third time. I, th I think you're officially friend of the program. And congratulations on living through 2020. It was a wild. Yeah, a lot of people didn't survive. Literally, <laughs> it was a wild year. And, uh, you know, we're all excited to be here and to be in 2021 and to be talking about SEO. So one of the things that's, you know, the big ahas for SEO, basically the only other major thing I can think of that's not called Core Web Vitals, mobile indexation. We've been talking a little bit about mobile indexation, but it's kind of been buried under the core web vitals news. First off, give me the update on what's happening with mobile indexation. Why is it a problem? 
Yeah, so Google announced they're going to go mobile only indexing starting in March. And, you know, we went mobile first a couple of years ago. Everybody basically went responsive and so on. The problem is, though, is that there's a lot of people whose websites don't have parity between their desktop and mobile versions. And as a result of that, when Google goes mobile only, a lot of that content is no longer going to be indexed. So right now we're still seeing like a lot of websites are like 50-50 as far as crawling with desktop or rather and crawling with mobile from Googlebot. But once that shifts where it's just mobile, they're just going to have like this Frankenstein understanding of your website. And so like right now with that 50-50 crawl, you know, they may have one page indexed as mobile, another page is indexed as desktop. And so your internal linking structure is just like completely weird if you have something different in those different contexts. And then your word counts may be different. In some cases, you're seeing that pages, uh, the rel canonical is there on mobile. And then in some cases, it's not. Or on desktop, it's there, and in some cases, it's not. So there's just a lot of disparities because of the fact that the way these sites are built, people are just not thinking about, you know, showing the same stuff on both sides. So it's going to be a potential problem. So I'm going to ask you an impossible to answer question, which is, I want you to explain why Google is doing this. Not everybody is reliant on a mobile website. So why is Google going to mobile only as opposed to just prioritizing mobile? Yeah, I think it's because that's where the growth is. You know, if you think about where or how like certain countries get on the internet, it's just with smartphones or just with feature phones and things like that. And so the growth in usage across the internet is in the mobile environment. There's still a lot of people that just don't have computers. So Google is looking for that lowest common denominator so that they can continue to drive users to Google and keep their you know money making machine working. I hear you, but not everybody has a smartphone either. Some people only have a laptop. I feel like that argument can kind of go either way. Who do you know has a laptop and not a smartphone? Who do I know that has a smartphone and doesn't have a laptop? You know, I name one person. Dude, I live in Northern California. Everybody's got a laptop and a smartphone that I know. Like I'm not the example here. And I understand that in developing countries, smartphone is the only access to internet. But there are some cases, maybe they're edge cases, where people only have desktop computers. Maybe they don't even have a smartphone. They have to go to an internet cafe. They're not borrowing a smartphone. (laughs) So not to like get into the semantics of like, well, is Google right to make this decision? But the thing that always pops into my head is mobile, not prioritized, but mobile only. And there is a dramatic difference between functionality and of mobile sites in some industries. I think about There are some things you can only do online banking on your computer. I was just using our CRM. We use Pipedrive. And I was trying to log into the mobile app and it said, well, we have to send you a link to sign into to verify that it's you. And then that link or the page that that link's on is only useful, can only be used on a desktop client. (laughs) Right. Now, that's a shitty experience. Sorry, team at Pipedrive, if you're listening to this. But, you know, there are some... You needed to hear it. It's true. It's true. It was a bug. But there are some experiences where you need the extra real estate, or at least the companies are reliant on the extra real estate. So when you're one of those industries, hey, people are looking to buy homes, Zillow, right? They want to see the extra screen real estate to really get a look at the picture of the house that they're researching. That's a desktop-centric experience. How do those companies start to think about, well, my website isn't getting crawled from my desktop experience? 
So I get you and I agree, especially for the specific use case. But I think what realistically happens is like you're in front of your TV watching some show or something. And then you're like, oh, let me look that house up on Zillow. And you start on your phone and then you move to your desktop experience. And so to that end, I think what's the better thing to do is drive users to log in so that they can have a continued experience between devices. You know, I think the reality is that people are using their mobile context first. And so Google is optimizing towards that. Like, I don't think they're making this decision lightly. I don't think it's like, a, oh, well, we're just looking for how do we get a billion more users from Africa or India or whatever it is. I think it is also like, how do we serve the context that people are spending the most time on, and that is their mobile device. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So you mentioned some of the problems that going to mobile-only indexing causes canonicalization, I'm assuming pagination, right? Some of the different experiences that happen on mobile that are different than desktop. Are there any other places where you think that mobile only indexing is going to cause problem? Uh, the word count, like the content itself is going to be a big one. You know, I see a lot of people still thinking with that mindset of like, oh, you're on the mobile device. You need less content because you're on the go. Again, that's not true. How often? I mean, we're all sitting in our house all day right now looking at our phones. Like you don't have to necessarily be on the go to be using a mobile device. You mean the pool in the background is not real on your Zoom conference here? I thought you were lounging. I can't confirm or deny. Since the people at home can't see, I'm just going to say this is my house and it's going to be my house eventually anyway. On a side note, your headphones just mysteriously disappeared. <laughs> I got some futuristic stuff. It's all good. So with word count, people are still serving less content in the mobile context than they do on desktop. And that's a disservice because of the fact that realistically, the user wants everything or at least wants access to everything so that they know what they want to like review later on from their desktop. And so I think that's going to be a big one. And in fact, I did a study working with Aleda Solis and uh, Jamie Indigo for the web almanac. We did the SEO portion and we reviewed like several million homepages and it was something like 5% of homepages show a completely different set of words or a different word count 
on one device than they do on the other. And so this issue is actually kind of compounded because effectively there are eight user contexts that you'd have to review and determine are there differences, right? Because you got Googlebot desktop, Googlebot mobile, both of those with JavaScript enabled. And then you've got essentially like there's four different ways that Google could look at your site and then imagine that without Googlebot as well. So then there's eight different things you got to look at to make sure you're serving the exact same thing. And so no SEO tools natively do that. Like the, and people that take their site auditing tools at face value are just going to assume it's not a problem because that's not being surfaced in the data. So that's why I say like this content aspect is something that's going to hit a lot of people next month because they're not really mindful of this is something that you need to check for. The biggest thing that I thought we would end up talking about with moving to mobile indexation was actually imagery right? Where it's the the size of the image, some of the page load stuff where it's like, I'm moving to a mobile index only. I got a smaller screen. I could use a smaller image. I don't need, you know, something that's as heavy of a file. Do you see any impact on the crawl being moving to mobile and how imagery is related? I do, but only for people that build terrible websites, (laughs) you know, like that, that's a problem that's been a problem and people have solved by, uh, you know, just understanding, what the user agent is, what the device is, and only sending the potential imagery that could be used there for that context, right? Like you can use SourceSet and only send the images that could potentially be used for any orientation of a given device. And then that way you save on all the potential load time on or image assets that you don't need to use. And there's a lot of people that just don't do that because, you know, they're just like, all right, source that, throw it all in there. The browser will sort it out. But to your point, the faster the page loads, the more pages Google crawls and so on and so forth. Moving to mobile only index, lots to consider. It's your content, it's your imagery, how your page structure is. And we're going to bring Mike back again tomorrow to talk about troubleshooting some of the problems that mobile only indexation is going to cause. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Mike King, founder and managing director at iPollRank. In part two of this interview, which we'll publish tomorrow, Mike and I are going to talk about how to prepare for mobile only indexation. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to contact Mike, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is iPullRank, I-P-U-L-L-R-A-N-K, or you could visit his company's website, which is also iPullRank.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T.
Just one more link on our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. If you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.